Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. Reading Deuteronomy chapters 1 and 2 today. These are the words that Moses spoke to all the people of Israel while they were in the wilderness east of the Jordan River. They camped, They were camped in the Jordan Valley near Suf, between Paran on one side, Tophel, Leban, Hazaroth, and Dizabad on the other side. Normally, it only takes 11 days to travel from Mount Sinai to Kadesh Barnea, going by the way of Mount Seir. But 40 years after the Israelites left Egypt, on the first day of the 11th month, Moses addressed the people of Israel, telling them everything the Lord had commanded him to say. This took place after he defeated King Sion of the Amorites, who ruled in Heshbon, and Adarai had defeated King Og of Bashan, who ruled Ashtaroth. While the Israelites were in the land of Moab east of the Jordan River, Moses carefully explained the Lord's instructions as follows. When we were at Mount Sinai, the Lord your God said to us, You have stayed at this mountain long enough. It is time to break camp and move on. Go to the hill country of the Amorites and to all the neighboring regions, the Jordan Valley, the hill country, the western foothills, the Negev, and the coastal plain. Go to the land of the Canaanites and to Lebanon and all the way to the great Euphrates River. Look, I am giving all the all this land to you. Go in and occupy it, for it is the land the Lord swore to give your ancestors Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to all their descendants. Moses continued, At that time I told you, You are too great a burden for me to carry all by myself. The Lord your God has increased your population, making you as numerous as the stars. And may the Lord, the God of your ancestors, multiply you a thousand times more and bless you as he promised. But you are such a heavy load to carry. How can I deal with all your problems and bickering? Choose some well-respected men from each tribe who are known for their wisdom and understanding, and I will appoint them as your leaders. Then you responded, Your plan is a good one. So I took the wise and respected men you had selected from your tribes and appointed them to serve as judges and officials over you. Some were responsible for a thousand people, some for a hundred some for fifty, and some for ten. At that time I instructed the judges, You must hear the cases of your fellow Israelites and the foreigners living among you. Be perfectly fair in your decisions and impartial in your judgments. Hear the cases of those who are poor as well as those who are rich. Don't be afraid of anyone's anger, for the decision you make is God's decision. Bring me any cases that are too difficult for you, and I will handle them. At that time, I gave you instructions about everything you were to do. Then, just as the Lord had 
our God commanded us, we left Mount Sinai and traveled through the great and terrifying wilderness, as you yourselves remember, and headed toward the hill country of the Amorites. When we arrived at Kadesh Barnea, I said to you, You have now reached the hill country of the Amorites that the Lord your God is giving us. Look, he has placed the land in front of you. Go and occupy it as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, has promised you. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. But you all came to me and said, First, let's send out our scouts to explore the land for us. They will advise us on the best route to take and which towns we should enter. This seemed like a good idea to me, so I chose twelve scouts, from one from each of your tribes. They headed for the hill country and came to the valley of Ishkol and explored it. They picked some of its fruit and brought it back to us, and they reported, The land the Lord our God has given us is indeed a good land. But you rebelled against the command of the Lord your God and refused to go in. You complained in your tents and said, The Lord must hate us. That's why he's brought us here from Egypt, to hand us over to the Amorites to be slaughtered. Where can, you, where can we go? Our brothers have demoralized us with their report, they tell us. The land, the people of the land are taller and more powerful than we are, and their towns are large with walls rising high into the sky. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. But I said to you, don't be shocked or afraid of them. The Lord your God is going ahead of you. He will fight for you just as you saw him do in Egypt. And you saw how the Lord your God cared for you all along the way as you traveled through the wilderness, just as a father cares for his child. Now he has brought you to this place. But even after all he did, you refused to trust the Lord your God, who goes before you looking for the best places to camp, guiding you with a pillar of fire by night and a pillar of cloud by day. When the Lord heard your complaining, he became very angry. So he solemnly swore, Not one of you from this wicked generation will live to see the good land I swore to give your ancestors, except Caleb, son of Jephanel. He will see this land because he has followed the Lord completely. I will give him and his descendants some of the very land he explored during his scouting mission. And the Lord was very, was also angry with me because of you. He said to me, Moses, not even you will enter the promised land. Instead, your assistant Joshua, son of Nun, will lead the people into the land. Encourage him, for he will lead Israel as they take possession of it. I will give the land to your little ones, your innocent children. You were afraid they would be captured, but they will be the ones who occupy it. As for you, turn around now and go back through the wilderness toward the Red Sea. 
Then you confessed, we've sinned against the Lord. We will fight. We will go into the land and fight for it as the Lord our God has commanded us. So your men strapped on their weapons, thinking it would be easy to attack the hill country. But the Lord told me to tell you, do not attack, for I am not with you. If you go ahead on your own, you will be crushed by your enemies. This is what I told you, but you would not listen. Instead, again, you rebelled against the Lord's command and arrogantly went into the hill country to fight. But the Amorites who live there came out against you like a swarm of bees. They chased and battered you all the way from Seir to Hormah. Then you returned and wept before the Lord, but he refused to listen. So you stayed there at Kadesh for a long time. Then we turned around and headed back across the wilderness toward the Red Sea, just as the Lord had instructed me, and we wandered around the region of Mount Seir for a long time. Then at last the Lord said to me, You have been wandering around this hill country long enough. Turn to the north. Give these orders to the people. You will pass through the country belonging to your relatives, the Edomites, the descendants of Esau, who live in Seir. The Edomites will feel threatened, so be careful. Do not bother them, for I have given them all the hill country around Mount Seir as their property. And I will not give you even one square foot of their land. If you need food to eat or water to drink, pay them for it. For the Lord your God has blessed you in everything you have done. He has watched your every step through this great wilderness. During these 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have lacked nothing. So we bypassed the territory of our relatives, the descendants of Esau, who lived in Seir, We avoided the road through the Arabah Valley that comes up from Elath to Ezon-Geber. Then, as we turned north along the desert route through Moab, the Lord warned us, Do not bother the Moabites, the descendants of Lot, or start a war with them. I have given them Ar as their property, and I will not give you any of their land." A race of giants, called the Emites, had once lived in the area of Ar. They were as strong and numerous and as tall as the Ananites, another race of giants. Both the Emonites and the Ananites are also known as the Rephorites through the Moabites, though the Moabites called them Emites. In earlier times, the Horites had lived in Seir, but they had driven out and displaced by the descendants of Esau, just as Israel drove out the people of Canaan when the Lord gave Israel their land. Moses continued, Then the Lord said to us, Get moving. Cross the Zerdek Brook. So we crossed the brook. Thirty-eight years passed from the time that we first left Kadesh Barnea until we finally crossed the Zered Brook. By then, all the, old, the men old enough to fight in battle had died in the wilderness, as the Lord had vowed would happen. 
The Lord struck them down until they had all been eliminated from the community. When all the men of fighting age had died, the Lord said to me, Today you will cross the border of Moab at Ar and enter the land of the Ammonites, the descendants of Lot. But do not bother them or start a war with them. I have given the land of Ammon to them as their property, and I will not give you any of their land. That area was once considered the land of the Rephorites, who had lived there, though the Ammonites called them Zamazumites. They were also as strong and numerous and tall as the Ammonites. But the Lord destroyed them so the Ammonites could occupy their land. He had done the same for the descendants of Esau who lived in Seir. For he destroyed the Horites so that they could settle there in their place. The descendants of Esau live, live there to this day. A similar thing happened to the Kaphtorites from Crete invaded and destroyed the Havites who lived in the villages in the area of Gaza. Moses continued, Then the Lord said, Now get moving. Cross the Arnon Gorge. Look, I will hand over to you Sion, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and I will give you his land. Attack him and begin to occupy the land. Beginning today... I will make make people throughout the earth terrified because of you. When they hear reports about you, they will tremble with dread and fear. Moses continued. From the wilderness of Kedemoth, I sent ambassadors to King Sion of Heshbon with this proposal of peace. Let us travel through your land. We will stay on the main road and won't turn off from the off into the fields on either side. Sell us food to eat and water to drink, and we will pay for it. All we want is permission to pass through your land. The descendants of Esau who live in Seir allowed us to go through their country, and so did the Moabites who live in Ar. Let us pass through until we cross the Jordan into the land the Lord our God is giving us. But King Sihon of Heshbon refused to allow us to pass through because the Lord our God made Sihon stubborn and defiant so so that he could help you defeat him as he has now done. Then the Lord said to me, Look, I have begun to hand King Sihon and his land over to you. Begin now to conquer and occupy his land. Then King Sion declared war on us and mobilized his forces at Jahaz. But the Lord, our God, handed him over to us, and we crushed him, his sons, and all his people. We conquered all his towns and completely destroyed everyone, men, women, and children. Not a single person was spared. We took all the livestock as plunder for ourselves, along with anything of value from the towns we ransacked. The Lord our God also helped us conquer Ahor on the edge of the Arnon Gorge and the town in the gorge and the whole area as far as Gilead. No town 
had walls too strong for us. However, we avoided the land of the Ammonites all along the Jeppuk River and the towns in the hill country. All the places the Lord our God had commanded us to leave alone. Starting the book of Deuteronomy today, we see that Moses is giving a last speech of encouragement to the people. His time of leadership was going to be coming soon to an end. And so the book of Deuteronomy is a retelling of the stories and of the law that the people had experienced. This is a new generation, and therefore they needed to be reminded and encouraged as they went into the land. And the point of this first couple chapters is for us to remind, for Moses to remind the people that God has been faithful and God will be faithful as you go into this new land. If God has helped in the past, he will certainly help in the future. We need to be reminded of this sometimes ourselves, that when we feel like things are not right and that things aren't going the way that we would want, that we can look to God and know that he has always been faithful in the past. He has always been with us. He promises that he will never leave us or forsake us. And therefore, we know that he is faithful for our future as well. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.